This is the first episode of the Launchpad podcast, and I think that's what we're going to call it, Launchpad. Um, and what better way to start off a podcast that's all about um, business, digital marketing, and kind of everything in between, tech, automation. Um, we're not going to really um, pin it down to one particular topic, but what better way, given that um, our agency is so focused on digital marketing and search engines to have a Google employee as our first guest on. So I want to welcome Jacob Ambach. And did I pronounce that, Jacob? Because I've never really learned how to pronounce your last name. Yeah, that's 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 uh, that seems right. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. So I want to uh, firstly thank you for for coming on and taking time out because I know you're heading off to work um, sometime soon. Um, so yeah, it is a, a great pleasure and and a, and a privilege to have you on here. So thanks very much for coming on the first episode. Thank you for having me. With Google, how firstly, how long have you been? working at Google there? Because this is a, you know, obviously we do a lot of stuff with search engines. Everyone has a lot of questions about Google. So I think it would be cool to get a, a bit of an insight of what it's like being on the inside of sort of this, you know, nebulous uh, entity that everyone knows about. Yeah, of course. So, um, so I started in June last year uh, after I uh, decided to get back into digital marketing because I was doing cloud sales consulting and also storage consulting with Dropbox. And then I went to IBM. I was there for a year and a half. But I but I remember with uh, the local search days where I was managing Google Ads campaigns, I really missed doing that. And, and I wanted to get back into it. Um, and, and now what I'm doing is I am sort of still doing what I did at local search, but not as much managing campaigns. It's more um, consulting with, with customers, try and help them out and see, try and ask them what their challenges are and their goals and try and see if there is a Google Ads campaign or uh, let's say a bidding strategy that can help them achieve their goals. So, so it's more sales consulting involved. Um, and uh, if let's say that we get a tough question that I may not be able to answer, I then get a specialist to jump in um and also probably you may know of it sa360 i'm not sure if you heard of it which is the that's the other that's part of google marketing platform i think that's the name i'm not too sure um so then we will also get a specialist in for that so i'm basically if you have, you come to me we do the meeting and if i don't know the question and it's something very specific then i know a person who can jump in the next call so I'm basically your organizer. I'll get all the right resources for you available. Does that and, make sense? And I and I um I like the background that you've particularly chosen because I think if we didn't tell people, people might actually presume that you're actually working on a on a spaceship because um, it's Google. <laughs> and they go, yeah, it's it's reasonable to think that he might actually be in space um, doing work from there. So I think that it's quite uh, quite a good choice for you. <laughs> Um, yes. And with your role, so like you're saying, you went into initially kind of an account management role where you were directly working on Google Ads campaigns for people, right? In, in, in this role. Um, so, uh, so how it works, I'll, I'll give you some breakdown of the role. So, so I don't directly manage the campaigns because we weren't allowed to do that. Um, 
because the customers, the, the clients, they have agencies and teams doing that for them. And we're just there to give them support if necessary. Um, and I work together with an industry manager who is in country. So that person is more like long-term strategic base. And, and I'm there like to give, give more of a, sorry, to give more of a, um, cause I, I, I have more knowledge using Google ads together when we combine our skills together, then it's more like, a um, a great consulting team yeah. um, for the customer. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much how the structure looks like. And then there's of course, organizing meetings and log it in the system. Um, what, what's being discussed. So there's a lot of back and forward and next steps, uh, planned. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, 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 uh, I'm, I'm still learning things every day, something new as well. Um, because right now what we're doing is, uh, because they said, because right now, um, you probably may have heard performance max was launched last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and Google is going in the direction of automation and machine learning. Um, so if, for those who are listening, they're not too sure what I mean, uh, from a Google ads point of view is for example, your bidding strategies, um, you have manual cost per click where you manually adjust the bids, but then if you want to, let's say, uh, let the system manage it for you, then you use a automatic bidding strategy, like maximize clicks or ROAS or CPA as an example, but with performance max, it does that as well. But instead it's, uh, you write your ad copies and, and, um, which is your images and text ads. And I believe also video, and then the system is going to push it out to, um, all the different networks at once. You don't have to create a separate search or, or display campaign as an example. Um, and it's, uh, runs alongside your existing campaigns and it looks, use the historic data to see which customers would be right to target for and hopefully convert. And you set up a goal at the start of the campaign. Um, so that's the direction that I want to go for. Um, Google. And it's interesting. Um, we've definitely been testing performance max campaigns uh, in exactly that manner, kind of alongside traditional search and display campaigns. And it is interesting, you know, and look, it's it's early days. So it's one of those things where, you know, you could you could wait until it's thoroughly proven and, um, you know, really well established. But oftentimes there's, you know, when Google comes out with something new, it's like, okay, let's let's give it a test, allocate a little bit of client budget to it. Sometimes um, it works really, really well. Sometimes it works sort of, uh, you know, not so great, but it's kind of a, it's, it, the way I look at it is it's kind of another tool that you have in your toolbox um, to help clients, clients get results. Obviously you can't give anything secret away here, but I guess if you were to hit to, um, give a piece of advice. What do you think the most, when people jump into Google ads the first time in your experience, what are the kind of the most common mistakes that people make with, with Google ad campaigns? Don't use smart campaigns. That's for one. <laughs> um, so, um, obviously smart shopping is different, but I'm not an expert in shopping. So I'm, if, if you have already data with your already existing shopping campaign, you can use smart shopping, but just the heads up, smart shopping is going to be phased out and be rolled in with performance max mm -hmm. just to be, just to be aware of that. Um, 
but um but yeah recently i helped a friend of mine um she asked for advice on launching a campaign for her friend's mechanic shop and they were using smart cam uh, smart campaign i'm like yeah no just use if you're a small business start with search um just that's the easiest thing you can do and just make sure that your keywords that you typed in your um in your ad group setup that it comes up in your um in your uh, ad text so your headlines and also your um whatchamacallit uh also your descriptions uh and also if you can make sure that you have everything ready to set up like your Google Analytics tracking on your website and have it linked to your Google Ads account and make sure that everything is being tracked correctly. Uh, I, I guess as well, where I mentioned a little bit smart shopping being uh, being phased out soon as well to, to performance max, also that will be for local campaigns. Um, I believe that will be probably in Q3 this year. I'm not 100% sure, but I can double check um, but just be aware of that when that happens. Um, um, there's probably a bunch of other things that, that I can't think of. But... Those are the ones that come to mind. That's that's pretty good though. Yeah. I think from from my my experience, one of the most common things that people get wrong when they you know and and what I'm talking about here is people self managing um, campaigns before they. Um, take on an agency or something like that. Most people have given it a go themselves, particularly because there are smart campaigns and these fully, you know, set and forget automated options that they can can use. I think from what I've seen, the most common um, mis mistake that people make is having a budget that is too small. Um, yeah. And, you know, they have something, we were talking to somebody the other day and they're like, oh, you know, we've tried Google ads. And, you know, it didn't work out for me, but it's like, well, okay, well, what, what sort of budget we're using? And there's like, oh, like $4 a day or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. like I get that you can tell Google ads to use that budget. But when you run through the numbers of, okay, look, if you have this much, $4 a day per month is this this much, that means you're going to get roughly this many clicks. And by the time you get in, go from clicks to conversions and I, and a, and to a sale at the end of that, you're, you're probably not even going to get a single conversion, let alone a sale at the other end. And that's the one, probably one of the main things that I think, and, you know, they're not, people aren't to know, like, you know, it's not like that's their fault for getting it wrong. Um, but yeah, I think when we talk to people, that's one of the, the first eye openers that they go, oh, I how much am I actually supposed to be spending? And when you run through the numbers and the logic behind it, oh, okay, that totally makes more sense. And they kind of understand that they've almost, with the with having a budget that's too low, they've kind of strangled off the campaign before it ever had a chance to go anywhere in the first place. Yeah, that's right. But you are correct also. Uh, I should have also added it there. Uh, and that, yeah, budget is also one of the main culprits that they start with a too low budget and expect to get results, but that's not how it works. I mean, of course, you set up a budget that you feel more comfortable with, yeah. but the more you invest, you will get, be able to get hopefully more conversions through and also you'll get to see more data mm. at the end. Um, 
And and the other thing as well is that if you have an appropriate budget, some some customers. I remember from my local search days, they were expecting to get conversions straight away. Yes, and yeah. That everything would be optimized, but that's it takes at least one month to see to for the system to understand, especially if you are using automated bidding strategies um, to try and understand um, to try and get all the data through, and then it will determine from there. Um, you know, it will then be smart enough to know um, what what sort of uh, what what the average what the cost per conversion cost would be or your conversion rate, um, pretty much all that specific data that you need. So give it a month um, because it's yeah you need to you need to give it time to learn your campaign. Definitely, we we pretty much tell everyone like hey that first thirty to sixty days is primarily about collecting data. Let's let's put some money through the ad account. We need people triggering the ads, clicking on the ads so that the system can suck down all that data and actually, and then we can, at, at the end of each month, we can, okay, here is what's happening. Here are the keywords that work. Here are the ones that don't work. Here are the ads that work great. Here are the ones that are terrible. Let's turn those off and make more of the ones or try and improve on the best performing ones. Um, you know, so if a conversion doesn't even happen in the first month, that's kind of okay. You know, it's early days. Now you may get, conversions in that first month and that's great but it's kind of a bonus in that early stage that early stage is really about getting as much data as we can so that you can start that optimization process and improve the results over time and you know one thing that i say to um, people is the first month of the campaign ought to be the worst month of performance and that is totally normal that's that makes sense if the first month is the best month of, that you ever have something's wrong because you're really it's a big experiment at the start and you're figuring out what works and what doesn't and you know turning off things that don't work and focusing more on what does so naturally when you do that you should have um the worst performance at the start and then every month after that gets better and better and better but yeah like you said that that process takes time yeah exactly you hit the nail in the coffin there and um you know I want to, I want to um, also put a vote in for conversion tracking because I think that, aside from having small budgets and not enough data, and um, conversion tracking is got to be the killer of many a campaign where, yeah, we're paying a certain, you know, we're spending X amount per month, we're getting all these clicks, we know that that generates traffic, but, but without the conversion tracking, you don't know. You know that it's impossible to try to make any business decision because you've got no idea um, if you're spending 500 bucks a month or a thousand dollars a month or 10,000 a month. Well, all you know for sure is that you spent 10,000 dollars in that month. You have no idea how many phone calls, how many emails, how many e-commerce purchases. You've got no. You have to have that feedback loop to go. Yes, we spent this. This is what came out the other side. So. Once you know that, it's pretty interesting. Well, interesting. I think it's almost fun when you see people understand the numbers. They're, oh, there's this missing link with the conversion tracking. When they see, oh, I spent this and I got this many sales out the other side. That means that I spent $1,000 and I made $15,000 back off that or whatever the number is. 
when people yeah. when people see those numbers, it's like it just like clicks in their mind, and that's a I find that a really a really exciting kind of a moment to sort of be part of. No, you're right, exactly. So there's some great resources out there. Um, uh, if if you are not too sure of how to set up the the tracking, I think that's probably the key. Um, before you do anything, before you launch it, make sure your tracking works and is done correctly. Absolutely, yeah. We um we uh what you're referring to there. So do you use Google Tag Manager much? Have you used it much? I used it in uh, when I was at local search. Um, now um, and even actually with my Google Ads support in my first role, um, I know of it, but we didn't give uh, troubleshooting there. We had to then refer the customer to go to the implementation team, or yeah. we had to set up an appointment for that team so they can contact the customer. Yeah. But I remember playing around with it in uh, local search, and, and there's another tip I can give. Um, if if you are want to track your analytics, uh, you the, and you want to use Tag Manager, the best thing you can do is put your analytics code in Tag Manager, and then just put the Tag Manager code on the website. Yeah. So it's you hit two birds in one stone like that. That's pretty much the default um, setup that we use for all of our clients. Is yeah, everyone gets Tag Manager, and that way Tag Manager is firing in the Google Analytics code, and then conversion tracking from that point is actually pretty straightforward if you want to track a thank you page then it's easy enough to set that up in inside of google analytics what you were referring to before where it where you submit the contact form and it doesn't have a page load that that redirects with so that requires um event tracking and that that's what you're yep. referring to um you set that up inside of google tag manager so that tag manager goes oh they clicked that button and that fires the event off into google analytics which is then tracked as the conversion and whatnot um yeah i found i think that that is by far the easiest uh, method because tag manager is kind of controlling everything and you can be really, Oh, I want to, I want to fire these events on those certain pages. And, you know, tag manager is a pretty epic, um, a pretty epic tool to use. Definitely. Well, yeah. um, I want to really, um, thank you for coming on again. Um, it's been really, really awesome to get information from a Google insider. Um, you know, <laughs> our clients and people that, that um, do training with us will be pretty excited to, to listen to, you know, what you've sort of shared with us this afternoon and, and you know, taking time out of your day because I know it's it's early morning there, isn't it? So I really appreciate you sort of um, dragging yourself out of bed to talk to us. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad I could be of help and uh, join. And I, I want to thank you for inviting me as well. Uh, I never did a podcast before. So this is my first, and I hope I did okay. <laughs> I've never done one either, so we're both uh, kind of figuring it out together. I'm, you know, I'm sort of waiting for something to go wrong, or you know, the recording to fail, or something like that. We'll see what happens. We can only um, get better from here. So, um, you know, for anyone listening to this, uh, make sure you keep stay tuned in for the next episode. We'll be doing these um, episodes periodically. Um, we will have other um, special guests off guests on. Um, each time and we'll have certainly um, try and get Jacob back on um, later um, to share more insights with us from inside of Google. Um, and so thanks very much for, for uh, watching and thanks for your time.